Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Hello, and welcome to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Lexi Jordan with us. How are you doing? I am great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Wonderful. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Awesome. So, awesome. Tell us, what has 2020 been like for you? Oh, it's been so, um, not to say the least, crazy. Um, I definitely had a lot of plans that had to kind of be put on hold, but for the most part, I, well, first to start off, I am a singer-songwriter. I'm a country singer-songwriter perfect fit for this. Um, but I also am a full-time student. So I'm uh, in college. I'm a junior. So we went remote um, back in March and that was a big change. Um, and as quarantine started, but as far as music and everything like that, through quarantine, I really started to figure out how to write songs because um, my first song, my debut single highway, it was released in 2017 and I was 17. Then I was only a junior in high school and I had written it when I was 16 years old. And all I knew about songwriting was that there was a verse and a chorus. <laughs> I didn't know anything else. So that was the first song I had ever truly written other than, you know, the ones that I had written when I was like 10, 11 years old about going to Hollywood and stuff like that. So, um, I really wanted to learn how to write songs and how to be vulnerable. And that's been my biggest thing this year was not only being vulnerable with my fans, but being vulnerable with songwriting too. And it's hard and it's definitely still something I'm working on and, you know, pushing towards, and it's always going to be something that I'm working on um, as any artist will be, but I definitely have been working a lot on that. And I've been writing songs a whole lot more through quarantine. And um, even now, as we're kind of getting back into normal life ish. <laughs> so that's been awesome. And really just trying to figure out who I want to be as an artist, because when I first started this, I thought that there was only one way to be um, a female country artist. And that was with all of, you know, the, th the regular things that you would expect to see. So dresses and um, lace and, um, flowers and all that fun stuff, which I like, but it's not fully me. So I really tried to connect with who I was. Like, I love flannels, like more than flannel right now. Um, I love flannels. I love stuff like that. I love being girly, but I also love kind of that stripped down side too, where it's um, just more personable. So I've been trying to incorporate that into my posts. And just aside from that, also just really connecting with fans because that's been I love doing that and it's my favorite thing to do. I love doing that um, so much and just to get to know them, it's, it's incredible. So I've really been trying to do a lot of that and figuring out who I am. Oh, cool. I must admit the vulnerable side must be really hard for any artist to show, you know, to really open up and show that side of yourself. I mean, it's hard enough to do it in your private life without having to do it in front of, you know, millions of people. So. Oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, I actually um, recently came out with, I never told anybody about this. I never told any of my fans or anything like that, but I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety when I was in high school. And that was something that I always wanted to be a secret. 
And for so long, I thought that if I shared that with the world, people would kind of see me as broken in a sense. Not that, not saying that anybody with a mental illness is, I don't believe that at all, but it's sometimes, you know, the reality of it is there are stereotypes and that's can be what people think of. And I didn't want people to see me like that, but I realized if I was going to be my true self, I was going to show all the sides and I used to kind of be embarrassed by it, but now I just think it makes me stronger because yeah, I do have um, anxiety and depression, but that didn't stop me from pursuing my dream that I've had ever since I was a little girl. It didn't stop me from um, always pushing myself every day and being motivated and dedicated and things like that. So that was a huge thing for me. And I created actually a weekly live stream kind of twisting off of that. It's called Music is Healing. And um, I talk about mental illness, but I also talk about the healing power of music because that was the whole reason why I got into music. It was just whenever I was in my room and I was upset or I went through a lot of periods of times where I either was in different friend groups or I didn't have any friends at all. And that was really my true friend. It was music. It was always specifically country. I have always loved country. I grew up listening to it. Um, so I've always loved it so much. And I just think that all genres have the power to tell a story, but I feel like country specifically just has an immense power of storytelling and it's, it's the most beautiful thing. And I think that's really what got me hooked on it. And mm -hmm. I wanted to share that with people. So um, I've been doing that, which is great. And this past month I've kind of taken a break from it, but I'm going to get back into it because my plan actually, which I haven't announced this either, but my plan is that I'm going to start picking up guitar, which I'm super excited about. That would be fun. That would be good. Yeah. So, but from what you've done, you've shown a weakness, but you've also shown a strength. Okay, you've, you've shown a vulnerable side of yourself, but you've also shown that, you know, I have the strength to work with it and still keep doing what I want to do and everything else. So, you know, it's, it's more power to you that you can actually go out there and tell people and, and be honest. So, oh, thank you. you. I really appreciate that. I really, the whole point in it was for me to be able to show my fans and anybody watching that they can do whatever they want to do, whether it seems super crazy or too impossible or whatever you want to call it, that they can do it no matter what things that they might be dealing with. And I've gotten so many messages from people already just thanking me for showing that side of me and being truthful with the world. And it's hard and they understand it's hard. I never really thought that people would, um, I never expected to get any messages like that. Like every time I do, I just kind of, I tear up because that was all, that was the reason why I created it. It was to show people that you can do whatever you want. Even if there's things that might be holding you back on some days, you'll be able to um, get yourself back up the next day and keep going at it. So that was my whole point with making it. And I've loved it so much. So That's good. And I think it's the right, it sounds crazy, but with everything we've been going through this year, I think mental illness has been a real, a real, you know, um, a, a real point where obviously we've been stuck in everything else. So having people coming out and saying, look, this is what I've got, but this is how we're dealing with it, you know, I think is what a lot of people need to hear and, you know, be able to see that, you know, these people are, you know, are doing amazing things, but they're still just like us. So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's, I feel like more and more artists are showing that side of themselves, especially through social media, because for such a long time, social media was, all about the highlights in your life. And I talk about this all the time. It's, it was always, oh, the happiest parts of your life and the happiest moments, which is great. I mean, we all want to see those, but we also yeah. want to see the real side and mm -hmm. the sadder days and the ones that you're not maybe feeling as motivated or as productive. Mm -hmm. And I just, 
I've loved seeing that. I feel like through quarantine that that's really happened and it's really shown people that it's okay to do a live where maybe your hair is not all done up or you're not having the best day and that's okay. And Mm -hmm. I just really love that because it's showing social media. It's, it's showing a different side of it and it's um, much more personable and it's something that people can connect with. So. And that's awesome. The building that community up like you did and just having that safe place for people to go to even, and just be themselves. And that's the key. I mean, that's such a growth aspect of people that no matter what your age is, that's a growth aspect. Some people never develop is that, being themselves and not just going with what everyone expects of them. Exactly. And I, I agree so much. I mean, I'm only 20 years old, so I was not, I was in high school not too long ago. And in high school, I feel like that's where everybody feels like they don't know who they are. And I'm still, I know I'm still figuring out who I am in a lot of aspects, but just to be able to do that and provide people with that safe place has meant so much to me. And I always encourage people to, you know, share their story or share songs that have helped them through hard times, because personally, I love hearing about new music. I love finding new music. I love all of that stuff, but I also love hearing the stories too. I understand, obviously it's not the easiest thing to do. You know, it's not easy to be vulnerable because in this world, it's so, it's kind of looked on as if, if you're vulnerable, then you're weak, which I mean, that's not true because happiness is just as much an emotion as sadness. So it's very interesting how that kind of came to be society. But I think that we're at the point where we are going to break that image. And I think that's like the most powerful thing ever. Absolutely. Definitely agree with you on that. Okay. Well, we're still on that one. I think a weakness is a strength. I mean, if you're dealing with weakness and you're carrying on with it, you know, it's a strength. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. But yeah. One of the best quotes in business has always been hire people that are smarter than you and don't be the smartest person in the room. So in that same aspect of being human, just be human. It's, you know, we accept everyone everyone for who they are, no matter what, you know. Exactly. And you learn from other people's experiences. There's people that could be going through the same experience you're going through now, or there's a person that could be going through it in a few months. You never know who you're going to help. That's why I always encourage people to share. And if they're not comfortable sharing, you know, on my lives or on um, my posts, I always encourage them to DM me and I can share it anonymously or something like that. Just a way to get them to um, share in any way really is just super important to me. And I think it's, it's a powerful thing because once you start doing it, you get more and more comfortable. And like I said, I'm still learning to be vulnerable. Um, Whether it's in lives or posts or in person or whatever the case may be, I'm still learning that, but it is, like you said, it's a growth process. It is for all of us. Some of us learn it later on. Some of us learn it sooner, but I just think it's great to shine a light on it because it's something that people really don't sometimes. And I think it's really important. So, yeah. It's an amazing thing you're doing. Definitely. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. As you're inspiring other people, let us ask you, who are some of the people that have inspired you to do music? Some of the women that have pushed you to want to do that. Yeah, a whole, a whole long, um, a whole long list of those people. Um, to start, I mean, my mom actually was the whole reason I got into country music. She, um, she had always loved it. And as we were, me and my siblings, I have two siblings. Um, whenever we were in the car or whenever there was a radio on, you could bet it was country music. So I grew up, you know, listening to Faith. I grew up listening to Shania. I grew up listening to all the legends. And I also grew up as, um, more modern and more recent. I grew up obviously listening to Kelsey Ballerini and, um, Taylor Swift. She was a big, big influence for me and Carly Pierce and just all of them. I think they're so incredible. And I feel like all of them, Lindsay L as well. Um, 
Lindsay L as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like they all just, like I was talking about before, they all are so proud of their truths. They're so proud of who they are. They're not afraid to represent it and show it to the world. And that's just so incredible, especially not only being a woman in country, but being a woman in general, it's so hard to do that. And I just, I cherish their music and I, I just cherish who they are as people because it's, again, it's just so hard to do that. And um, a couple that really stick out to me um, would definitely be Kelsey Ballerini. Um, I actually had the privilege to meet her not too long ago. I met her a couple years ago, which was incredible. My good friend and colleague, Lissa Coulter, if you guys um, know her, her music is awesome. I love her. And we actually went to a Kelsey concert and she was dead set on meeting her. We didn't have meet and greet tickets. And so what happened was we ended up singing outside of her tour bus after the show and she ended up opening the window and coming to say hi. And she told us that we had great voices and to keep up with it. And that was like, totally like I was hysterical. Like you have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it was like the best day ever. Um, so just to hear that from her, it was, it was definitely, um, I'll never forget that. Uh, it was, it was definitely one of the greatest days of my life. And I've seen over the years, I went to my first country concert when I was six years old and that was Keith Urban. Um, and over the years, I've seen so many incredible artists, but definitely those to name a few are some of my biggest inspirations and I love them all so much. I'll always support them. Great picks and choices for sure. Thank so, you. <laughs> well, this kind of leads to the next question. It doesn't have to be music though. If you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would you want to talk to and what kind of conversation would you want to have with them? Okay. I love this question, first of all. And second of all, I got it. Um, definitely Walt Disney. Um, because first off, I've been going to Disney World since I was a little girl, literally every single year. It's like our family tradition. My parents went there on their first anniversary and they decided that that was going to be their family thing every year that we were going to do. And um, so I grew up going there and I had always loved Walt Disney for his motivation and dedication and his drive and just looking through like some days, if I'm not feeling motivated, you can just look up Walt Disney quotes and you got a list of like 500 to go through and you just feel great after like, it's crazy how he went through periods of time where he was sleeping in his office. He didn't even have a home and he still, he saw this vision and it just, it pushed him so hard and it, it happened. And I just, mm -hmm he's such an amazing person. And I just, I've always wanted to talk to him. I've always wanted to pick his brain um, mm -hmm. because he never stopped dreaming. He always, yeah. I mean, that's one of the quotes, you know, <laughs> like he just never did. And he made just, he's made so many, so many generations of people so incredibly happy and taken them to a place where they can forget about their regular life for a little bit. And I think that that's what Disney does. Everybody always asks me, wait, you're 20 and you still go to Disney world. And I'm, I'm like, what do you, what do you, you're you don't <laughs> like what do you mean you don't want to kind of forget about life for a little bit and go on um Dumbo or Peter Pan yeah. like who wouldn't want to do that you know everybody still wants to be a kid no matter how old you are so he's definitely my um one of my big inspirations and someone that I would love to talk to yeah everyone likes to go to Disney I don't care what their age is they're they're exactly fired from working 30 plus years at a place and they go all the time so yeah yeah Seriously, how could you not love going to Disney? Seriously. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy how many people have asked me. It's crazy because I'm also the youngest in my family. My brother's 27 and people ask him all the time, like, you're almost 30 and you still go, but we're all 
we all don't we're like what do you mean you don't like <laughs> that's the real question here why don't you <laughs> place on earth people come on <laughs> exactly exactly and i love seeing all the kids and they love it so much and just to know that i've been going there since i was a little kid and over the years see it change and see all the new things it's been great and mm-hmm. like i said i just from all the quotes that walt disney has had i would love to hear more from him just seriously i would love to I must admit, I've been to three of the I've been to three of the Disney worlds. I've been to Florida, California, and I went to the one in Paris. So, yeah, working my way around them. Oh, I'm jealous. I've only ever been to the one in Florida um, with the the four different um, places. I've never been to California either, but I'd love to go to all of them. That's definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> they're, they've been they're fun. The next one's going to be I think it's Tokyo, isn't it? The other one. Tokyo? I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I think there's one in France. I might might not be. The, yeah, the one in Paris. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I've been to that one. So yep. that's cool. So, uh, yeah, one more to go and I've done them all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's your resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, so if you could thank someone for their support, for helping you, obviously, to where you are today, especially in your music career, who would you want to thank? Another long list, you know? Um <laughs> I would obviously, I have to start with my family. They have always supported my musical dream. And I've always, ever since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to be a musician. And for so long, I didn't even know I could. Until I was 16, I had stage fright. And I would not even consider stepping on a stage. It terrified me. And my family throughout the years, I had taken singing lessons, but it was always going to be kind of a hobby. It was never going to turn into something more because I was so scared of putting myself out there. But then once I finally did, it was like, okay, we're going all the way. Like (laughs) we're not stopping now. And my family's always supported that there's really not anybody else in my family that's musical. Um, it's pretty much we're all sports and athletic and stuff like that. So I did sports growing up, but it wasn't really, it never connected with me like music did. And I just, I've always appreciated them supporting that and they all love country music. So it's really something that I love when they come to my shows. It's so great to just share that moment with them and to kind of give them something, give them that show and say, thank you for just always being there and supporting me. And just aside from my family, I also, um, I have so many great friends that, always have believed in me more than at times more than I've believed in myself. So that's been absolutely incredible to have them and to have that support system. But also, I mean, as I said, my debut single came out in 2017 and I just, I've been featured on a bunch of local radio stations um, since that, that are near, I am from Boston and well, Worcester, but if you don't know Worcester then I'm from Boston <laughs> so um I'm from there and I've been featured on a bunch of the local radio stations and I still remember the first time I ever heard my song on the radio and that was like it was surreal I mean I never thought that I could get to that point let alone this point today it's yeah. just it's absolutely crazy and I also you know I have a bunch of friends that are in the music industry which I is I love I think it's amazing to be able to support um, other female artists, other artists in general. And it's been such a crazy journey already. And it's crazy to think that it's only the beginning. It really is. And I'm just so excited to be able to have that whole support system when I move to Nashville and when I get there and really start networking and um, songwriting and all that stuff, recording. I'm, I just, there's so many plans and I just can't wait. Yeah, an exciting future ahead. It's going to be amazing. 
I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so. Quick five questions, Ryan. This is the fun yes. part. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, yeah, don't think, just answer. Okay, I just do that. Fun for to get to know you. Okay. So, here we go. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Beach or countryside? Countryside. Favourite season? Summer. Biggest fear? Ugh. Um, that is hard. I'm going to go with, we're going to go with spiders. Okay, okay perfect. <laughs> or maybe snakes, I'm not sure. Both, but if anything has more legs than I do, I usually don't like it. Besides animals, or like dogs. I, but. I, I hate snakes, I have to say. They, they give me the, they just... I know, I... Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah. Take care of the snakes. You take care of the spiders, Paula. Perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> tag team. <laughs> yeah. Perfect tag team, Um, Favorite holiday? Um, Christmas. Perfect Favorite timing. drink? <laughs> yeah, so Favorite drink? Um, definitely iced coffee. Okay, perfect. Um, left or right-handed? I'm a lefty. Ah, it's our first lefty. There we go. <laughs> Favorite animal? Um, German Shepherd. Oh, I love them. They're the best. I love them so much. I have one actually. She's eleven, and she's she's the best ever. Aww. she's absolutely adorable. Is it long haired or short haired? She's short haired. Okay, that's cool. They're still gorgeous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, favorite color? Purple. Tell us something people don't know about you. Oh, that's great. Um, let's see here. I am actually double jointed in my hands. That's a little fun fact. Um, <laughs> I'll go with that one. I am double jointed in my hands. I like that fun fact. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of your hobbies? Other than music, obviously, since we know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, I actually love drawing. It's one of my like favorite things to do. I think it's another really great therapeutic way to just kind of let go. And after, I mean, I'll start drawing and then like five hours will go by and I'm, I'm like, wait, am I, where am I? <laughs> what, what happened? And it's just, it really makes you forget about everything else. And I love, actually, I love drawing anything from quotes to lyrics to um, Disney cartoons. That's another one of my favorites. Um, those are like my top three go-tos. Um, so I love doing that. And I just think art in general is just, it's, there's nothing else like it. Um, if you were a musical, what musical would you be? Mamma Mia. <laughs> we're going to go with Mamma Mia. <laughs> so great. It's a classic. Everybody loves Mamma Mia, it's amazing. Yeah. If you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Oh, oh that's hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, you can pick two. Okay, cool. Um, okay. I would say Goofy has to be one of them because I am Goofy, I'll admit it. <laughs> um, and then who else? Who else? I would say. Mickey because he was the one that started it all and 
I have always loved Mickey. Um, he's one of my favorites. And then another favorite, I think that's three. I think I just got to three. Oh. <laughs> you go. Um, my other favorite is Stitch. I love Stitch because he's super cute, but he's also super sassy, and I just love that about him. <laughs> Stitch rocks. I love Stitch. <laughs> so if you're a mythical creature, what creature would you be? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Never wait. I can't say I've ever gotten this one before. Um, hmm. Mythical creature. I am going to go with a unicorn. A unicorn. I love that. So, if there was one song right now that you've been listening to over and over the last couple months that you would recommend to Paula and I and everyone else listening, what song would you recommend? I would say Next Girl by Carly Pierce. That's been like my go-to every single day ever since it came out. Um, I love the lyrics and the way she talks about it is she always says that there's girls that have experienced something like this. Every girl has experienced something like this. And if they haven't, then they will. And I think that's so true. There's, we always, I mean, there's so many guys out there that are just um, like in the music video, I don't know if you guys have checked out the music video, but it goes through a bunch of different scenes where she's talking to different men and they're all just, you know, surface level, nothing really to them, things like that. And I just think it's so relatable. All the lyrics in that song are so relatable. And the way that she wrote it where it's kind of in a letter, I think that was so cool and mm-hmm. just really poetic. So I really love that song. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds amazing. I'll check that one out. Okay, the final question. Remember, don't think, just answer. Who is your favorite CWC host? Can I pick both? I got the trick question. <laughs> both of you guys are awesome. We haven't caught anybody out yet, I have to say. Um, I have to say, talking about um, Disney, I... <laughs> Growing up, my dad can talk like Donald Duck. So we've had Donald Duck in our house since I was a child. It's great. And he does it all the time. It's the most amazing thing ever. That's awesome. I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, I think one day we're going to get it on here too, I'm sure. Oh, I hope so. You're going to have to get him on the show or something. But uh, yeah, you know, it's just a matter. And he's very, very good at it. He always says he wouldn't be good enough to do it professionally, but... It's not an easy, definitely not an easy voice to do out of all of them, but um, no, we were lucky to grow up with Donald Duck. <laughs> I must have, I mean, I've tried, but I definitely can't do it justice. So that's, that's an impressive talent to have. It is. It's a very impressive talent, I have to say. So, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> um, so tell us, what does 2021 look like for you? It is looking a whole lot better than 2020, I'd say, for all of us. Don't get much worse, actually. I agree with you. But for, for the most part, I mean, my plan is to really go to Nashville, and as much as I can, I'm hoping to get, go there. And I, ooh, kitty. Tigger's <laughs> <laughs> made it. Yeah, I was to introduce you to I saw a kitty, and I was not going to ignore it. Mommy's going to yell at me. <laughs> that's okay um but for my my main plan is to really just go to nashville as much as i can and i'm hoping to record a bunch of new songs and i can't wait to get new music out there um and i really uh, my plan is to play more shows and 
really continue with my songwriting because I realized through quarantine that I never, I didn't do enough of it before. And that's something that I want to change. Even after quarantine, I still want to be songwriting as much as I can and doing lives because I feel like a lot in myself included, a lot of us artists didn't do them as much until quarantine because that became our only way to perform. So that is something that I really want to keep up with because it's an amazing way to connect with people. And there's people that tune in all throughout the world, which is just, it's crazy that we can start something on our phone that's so simple. And suddenly there's people um, that are on the other side of the world watching and they'll support you through it and support you through your journey. So I love that. And I love being able to connect with people that follow me and find people that don't and connect with them. It's just, it's really social media in general. I know obviously there's a lot of, you know, downsides to it, but there's so many great great things about it. And there's so many, I love that small businesses and entrepreneurs can really just use it to their advantage and create something so much bigger than their business would have been otherwise. So. Yeah, I think social media, as long as it's used correctly, it's a mental tool. Um, I agree. You know, it does get abused a bit, but yeah, using it correctly, you know, you can, you can get so much out of it. So yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, oh, thank you. I hope you. If you do bring out some new music next year, you'll come back to us, and we. Oh, can... of course, of course, I'd love to come back anytime. Yeah, <laughs> um, we could do maybe a live show. Yeah, and uh, and uh, you know, have you sing live or something? That'd be absolutely for amazing. sure. I would love to. This was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. No worries, no worries. Thank you very much for joining us. Of course, of course. Anytime, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.